Welcome to this amazing, mind-blowing podcast. With me right now, I am chatting to Tom Sainsbury about their upcoming film. How are you doing this morning, Tom? Hi, Candice. I'm doing so well. Thank you so much for talking with me. And also, hello, listeners. (laughs) Absolute (laughs) pleasure to have you on our Dunedin Airways. Now, we are not here to just spin any old random yarn. We are here to chat about your film called Loop Track. Tell us a little bit more about it. Um, So it's part of the New Zealand International Film Festival, which is happening in Dunedin at the moment. And I've got a screening on Thursday and Friday. And it's my first feature, my first feature film. And um, I've tried to make a psychological thriller, I guess you could say. And it follows um, kind of a man on the edge of a nervous breakdown going for a walk in the New Zealand bush. And he kind of meets um, all these other trampers and stuff who are quite funny. I try to go for really serious, but these guys, these actors are quite funny. And then it just kind of spins out with no kind of reception or anything like that. Paranoia takes over and then it becomes like a fight for survival at the end. And that's Loop Track. <laughs> I love that so much. And when I was reading the synopsis, I was like, oh my goodness, this sounds so frightening, but also so funny at the same time. But also yes. that relatability of you know being on a nervous breakdown and be like i need to get out into nature and (laughs) of course you know going tramping and stuff as a kiwi is kind of like a quintessential experience you know yeah absolutely and also like um because we've had a few screenings and people are like is it your because there's kind of horror elements to it and they're like are you scared of going tramping i'm like i don't mind the tramping so much it's kind of been stuck with people like Yes, you can meet some really lovely people and other trampers, but sometimes you get stuck with some really annoying personalities that just chatter, 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 chatter for hours on end and you can't see any escape. And for me, Candace, that is the true horror of tramping. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I feel like that's the true horror, the true horror of any, like big social situation you know you're sitting there and you're like oh i really want to get out but of course when you're in the middle of the bush stuck with these people in some dock hut there is really not much you can do is there one story in particular that inspired this or was it more just the general concept of tramping um it was kind of like uh for me i was kind of the first thing that kind of came to me was this Um, concept of someone kind of following you from a distance on a tramp where you don't kind of uh, you you can kind of see them and they're they're, but you can't kind of make out their face and you can't kind of um, judge what their kind of intentions are or what kind of person they are like I find that kind of concept quite chilling and so that was the kind of the first step of it and then um, I, uh, I also love this idea, as you were saying before, of this idea of like, you know, having a nervous breakdown, being overwhelmed by the world and trying to escape it just by taking yourself out of that situation. But of course, your brain is still kind of an overactive, you know, the cortisol levels are so high. And also, um, you can't switch your brain off. And everything's so quiet that all you can hear now is your internal internal monologue. So in some ways, it's almost worse to go into silence rather than to be in the, in the you know, the sounds of the city. So those were the two kind of things that I began with. And then the story came from that. And where was the short film made? Was it made on a specific track? We could, because we've got, so it's up and around Auckland and we've got um, this thing called Kauri Dieback. So lots of the kind of national parks have been closed down. 
but we had really great access to there were kind of like um there were some christian camps there were some kind of school camp kind of things there was the university tramping heart we could kind of uh hire those for a few days and just um film around there so it's kind of cobbled together um but yeah the bush around we, we really wanted to come down and do the route burn track down in the south island but obviously too expensive <laughs> but that would have been the perfect track to do it on as well because oh, 100%. <laughs> such a busy track like such a tourist populated track it would have been <laughs> insane yes 100%. <laughs> absolutely insane and yeah. of course the film is not the first film that you have made what was the creation of this film like in comparison to some of your previous work this one here was like me really taking the reins so the previous films I've kind of worked on I've always kind of it's been really heavily collaborative or um it's been you know someone else has taken the charge whereas this was kind of on me and my producers so I had these these three fantastic producers kind of working on it together but they were really good at kind of um, handing over to me all the creative vision so I think if the film works it's on me and if it doesn't work it's also on me so this is the biggest ownership you gotta take it on the chin though eh? but yes you do (laughs) everything about the film looks fantastic what was the most challenging part about the creation of the film well, there was a few things we had. So it was kind of made over lockdown and stuff. So it was quite kind of, we, uh, there were kind of lockdowns. We'd gear up to do some filming and then like we'd all go into lockdown and stuff again. So it was kind of like piecing together chunks of time that we could film. But in some ways that was quite good because it gave us a bit of prep time to kind of get ready for it. I think the um, biggest challenge would, you know, because we made it on such a low budget as well. So just kind of like... Um, being able to do it justice on the money we had was also quite difficult. Oh, so it was filmed during lockdown. Was that the first big boy lockdown or was it the second sort of smaller one? It was kind of dotted around and up in Auckland we had like quite a few more, I think, than the rest of the country. So it was just kind of dotted in between. We could kind of put it all together, yeah. Oh, I see. I feel like that provides like an interesting step back in terms of context, you know, like about the film being about escaping, trying to escape people, but it being filmed in a time where we couldn't really see people. Like what, what was that social dynamic like on set? Yeah. Well, it was, it it was more kind of the annoying, like we had to like be so vigilant with like testing and stuff like that. And then, and you know, some crew members couldn't come because they would be sick and then they'd be in. So it was just kind of, um, which you're right, it might have added something to the film. We were just, there was a heightened on edge vibe to it, which kind of kind of goes well with what the film's about. So, you know, maybe it was perfect for it. <laughs> maybe it was. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like accidental method acting, right? <laughs> exactly, you got it. <laughs> Now, anyone who is a regular listener of my show here at Radio 1 knows that I have this irrational belief that I could befriend wild animals. And, of course, this film was set sort of in nature. We're very lucky here in New Zealand where we don't really run into any outrageous animals. But which one would be your horror animal if you could fit one into this film? Yeah. Um, 
Well, for me, a horror animal like would be a pig, right? It would be like a wild boar, don't you think? Oh, that's actually a really... I for, I literally forget that they exist all the time. I feel like <laughs> yeah. it's because I've never seen one in person, you know? Yeah, me neither. What about you? I don't know. I just... For some reason, I, I look at bears and I'm like, if not friend, why friend-shaped, you know? I feel like I could <laughs> yes. just... I could befriend them very easily, but I think... In terms of real life here in New Zealand, it would probably be one of the big bugs, you know, like a wetter or something like that. They would oh, freak yes, me out I so love bad. Oh, hate them. That. Hate them. <laughs> now, Loop Track is indeed being shown down here in Dunedin, as well as some special bits to accompany it. Please tell us a little bit more about your time here in Dunedin coming up very shortly. So I'm going to be coming down on Thursday. We've got a Thursday afternoon um, screening at the Regent. And then afterwards, I'm doing a Q&A. And then the same again on Friday night. I've also got a screening then. And I'm hanging out afterwards and meeting people and answering any questions anyone has. Yes, so exciting. Where can people buy tickets if they are keen to come down and get their hands in the ruck? Um, so just go onto the New Zealand International Film Festival website and you'll be able to find Loop Track there, along with all the other amazing films happening, and so you can buy tickets there. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Tom. We are so, so excited to have this incredible film screamed in Dunedin. Any final words to our Radio 1 listeners? Um. Oh, I just want to say that I love your city. <laughs> That's Aww. all I want to say. It's got nothing to do with anything. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really excited about coming down. I oh can't wait. Please, pleasure is all ours. <laughs> We're very excited <laughs> to have you down here. Thank you again for your time this morning. Have a fantastic Thanks, day. Best day of your life. You too. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.